Welcome to the Silver Lined Relaunch. And oh, today do I have somebody that you are going to fall in love with. If you haven't already, which you probably you probably have, but you don't even know it yet. Her name is Darcy Donovan, and she is a former Miss Nashville, Tennessee. She is in film, television as a top actress, recording artist, writer, author, producer, entrepreneur, and probably most importantly to her heart, philanthropist. She's inspired millions throughout her life with the acting, singing, words of encouragement, and staying true to oneself in the face of adversity. Does this sound not like someone you're gonna love? Because I love them. She's appeared in numerous blockbuster films and television shows such as Anchorman, which I'm sure we've all seen, ABC's Modern Family, NBC's Parks and Recreation, and so many more. Darcy has a new movie, that she is starring in alongside D.B. Sweeney called Mr. Thursday, and it's going to be released this spring of 2022. This episode is brought to you by the Fired Up Entrepreneur Program. And this is a program that we are so proud of. The results have been downright remarkable, and we want to invite you to get a glimpse of what it is like inside this program by inviting you to participate in the Business Bootcamp, which is a five-day free event, and get involved with this because the pearls that we're going to be sharing each and every day are going to be the foundation for allowing you to make money, keep the money, grow the money and strengthen not only your business, but also yourself. So please take advantage of this and join us at our next boot camp. You're listening to the Silver Lined Relaunch, and I'm your host, Hillary DeCesar, award-winning entrepreneur and transitional coach. Each week, I'll invite you to tune into inspirational stories, revealing how you too can turn ordinary experiences into the extraordinary. Feeling stuck? I'll share step-by-step -step strategies to fuel your ability to experience a life where silver linings are both abundant and possible. Darcy, I'm sure there's so much more that I could say, but we're gonna stop there because it's like, you're gonna give us all a complex. <laughs> Hello, so great, so great to have you on the show. And I know the last time we got together, we could not stop talking. And I thought, you know, these are the shows that I just light up in. The people that are so similar to not necessarily all of the things you've done, but where we have this, this like-minded energy. I mean, that's where we connected. So welcome to the show. So great to have Thank you. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. And you're absolutely amazing yourself. I mean, it's, it's, we instantly connected like we knew each other for years. And so that was so, well, it was so wonderful because you have such a warm and beautiful spirit about you. And, and I just love that. So I'm so happy to be here and to be talking to you and meeting all your, your fellow listeners. 
Oh, it's so good. And for those that want to see how truly cute Darcy looks right now in her heart, where in her head, I'm, I'm already like in the heart and the head and the higher self, but in her hat on her head, you guys go over to YouTube, check her out. She is not only beautiful on the inside, but amazingly, strikingly beautiful on the outside. Oh, wow. So Thank you. Well, that's a compliment. Go check her out, everybody. Anyway. Okay. So let's jump in to, okay. you know, the, 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 your story is so incredible. There are so many relaunches that you've had that you could discuss, but I'd like to really go down the one that we discussed last time, your journey, your journey going, you know, leaving your hometown, going into what you're doing and how that built you up to where you are. So please take it away and bring us <laughs> to your most impactful relaunch to date. Well, um, the one thing I want to say is the biggest transition was uh, moving to LA and acc acclimating to like all the obstacles of the entertainment industry, because obviously Nashville is a small, so yeah, well, it's not small. It's actually very big now, but. Well, it's, and it's becoming bigger and bigger now that everyone is. from California is moving there, right? I, exactly. Yeah. I mean, Nicole Kidman, Tom Cruise, I mean, they've got houses out there and a lot of people like Miley Cyrus and. I think Katy Perry might be, I don't, I don't know for sure, but it's just a lot of people are moving out there. And what was interesting is I had a home, you know, there and I had a home here and it got to the point where I was just so busy here. I was hardly ever at home. So, um, that was really hard, you know? Um, but you know, one thing I would have to say is, you know, you have to have a tenacious mindset, you know, when you're, um, doing anything in any kind of business. I think a lot of people come to me and they said, Hey, you know, should I take this leap of faith? You know, I got a job in another, in another city and I want to move forward or I want to do this. And I'm like, you should do it because if you live your life, you know, with the woulda, coulda, shoulda, you don't know where that could be, you know? And, um, I always tell people to take that leap of faith because that's, you never know where it's going to lead you. And it's the same thing with here. You know, I came out here um, at that time, my ex fiance, he's, he had a business partner that was up here. So we, we, um, you know, went up here and I was uh, just getting like, I got it on a soap right away. I was sitting here getting commercials. I was getting all these things left and right. Mm -hmm. And the interesting thing was, is I was like really into the music industry at that time you know, and people don't understand. I mean, people are like, God, the acting business is so hard. And I'm like, no, the music business, <laughs> that is, it's like being on a, a kidney transplant list, you know, for 10 years and you can't get, you can't, you need a donor and you can't get one. I mean, it is very, very, it's a very difficult business and you have to have that mindset. And I, I try to tell people I'm like a coach you know, but you have to kind of have that when that I was going from the transition to L to Nashville, to LA, it was a lot different out here. Mm. You know, people out here were like taking my niceness as a form of, well, what do you want? You know, and that was kind of, you know, and then, you know, people know about Southern women. We're very nice, but you don't, we're like badgers. You don't want to tick us off. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So hold on. So I gotta, I gotta take you back. When sure. you were deciding to take this leap of faith, I think that there are always those that say, you know, yeah, but 
how do you how do you decide when it is the right time or what was the process for you that you decided to move from Nashville to LA and and really go out on a limb because as you said you know you're a southern girl and you're you were very you know successful doing a bunch of things back in Nashville and then all of a sudden you're saying now all right, I'm going to go out to LA and I grew up in LA. So I, I, uh, I know yeah. the industry out there. <laughs> and so how did you, how did you actually come to the decision? How did you finally say and agree to that, you know, that, that new identity of who you were trying to be and have that leap of faith? Well, it's kind of like this. I was, I was the big fish in a smaller pond. So it's like, do I want to go out to the ocean, you know, and I'm going to be a smaller fish, but I'm going to go out in the ocean and see what's out there. Or do I want to just stay the big fish in a small pond? So that's kind of where, you know, I tell people, you know, uh, sit there and look at where you're at in life. And if you feel like you've, you know, Hey, this is as far as I've come, but I want to do, you know, but there's so much more that I can do. Or if there's that dream that you want, does that make sense? You know, I just think that, a lot of people cut themselves short because of fear. And when you do things on a fear base, you're not going to get anywhere in life. And so I was looking at it and I was like, uh, <laughs> a true story. So this might be a little long winded, sorry, but it's, it's, it's <laughs> give it's, it to it's, us. We like stories got, here. <laughs> okay. It's got a really good ending point. So I'm sitting here and, uh, there, you know, I had a record, I had a record label that was, you know, signing me. We, we went out, we, we were having drinks. We were so excited. My management team at that time, um, all these great things. Well, at that time they had a tornado. So I just did the showcase. I just did this. They had a huge tornado, knocked out all of Nashville. I'm sure you read it in the papers. It was all over, you know, the news in the world. And at that time, things kind of took a, a back burner and then, the main label sat there to the, the other label in Nashville and said, we're going to pull you guys out. We're going to just focus on our New York. And they basically closed that label. So I ended up getting a deal, ended up finding this. And I mean, it's just, you know, you're talking years and years of, you know, doing the circuit of singing, doing all this stuff. And so I just kind of, I prayed about it. I'm a big a believer in prayer and God and faith and you kind of got to watch the signs and I'm going to tell your listeners something that's going to probably change their lives watching this They're, it's really going to change their lives um what I'm going to say later um but the one thing that happened was I was looking at where my life was and I'm like here I am I've done what I can do here I've done films in Nashville I've done you know worked with some of the biggest country music stars I'm like I've done this, I've done that, you know, I'm not, I'm kind of reached my cap here. So when that happened, I ended up, when I won uh, Miss Nashville, Tennessee, I ended up, you, you, I ended up getting a, uh, uh, like you, they, they gave me this pass for this big, huge, um, uh, the prize was like a big, like a class with one of the biggest, um, uh, can't think uh acting coaches hmm. so I'm sitting here and I'm like okay so I went to him and uh we did scenes and he did tape and all this stuff and uh, uh his name is Alan Dysart Alan Dysart was you know one of the main leads on all my children for many years done film television great guy I, I absolutely love him but he was the one that pivoted everything and that's my big thing if I talk about is pivot so um 
he sat there and he looked at the, he uh, knew I was, a, you know, a singer. He heard of me and he's like, you know, I gave him one of my uh, CDs and he's like, oh, I love your music and stuff. And after I, I acted and we did everything, he says, listen, I know this is something you're doing. He says, but I really feel like you've, you've got a God-gift talent of acting. I think you, sh- you really need to think about going to LA. Mm. And I'm sitting here and I'm kind of taken back because I, you know, I've heard this before, but that wasn't really my thing. Does that, you know what I mean? That I was like, eh, it's kind of like if you want to be a professional baseball player and somebody says, hey, you need to be an anchorman on the news. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just like, uh, okay. So I took it, I took it, my tape home and, um, you know, I said, hey, this is what the, the coach said. I told my fiance at that time. And then, uh, or my ex-fiance, I told him, and then I had a couple of my friends over and I said, will you guys watch this and tell me what you think? So they saw it. And then he was like, wow, you really need to think about, we need to go to, to LA, like he said. And I'm like, what? And they're like, yeah, because I'm always my worst critic. I don't think anybody mm-hmm. could, I, I am so hard on myself. I don't really think anybody could say anything worse than what I sometimes think when I'm, you know, trying to get on myself because I'm a type A personality. So I was just like, really? And they're like, yeah. So that's kind of where the pivot came in. And, you well, know, and I, I want to say something, because what sure. we say is a relaunch, you're calling a pivot, which is exactly the same. But you made a comment. You said that you had reached your cap, right? When you mm-hmm. really, when you really thought to yourself, you know what, I've, I've maxed out. And yeah. in order for me to keep my own journey going, I need to make a move. And so many of us are so scared of, well, the what if, what if I make that move and it ends up being the wrong move or, and you said that you are, you have a lot of the higher self in you, this higher, um, you know, whether it's God, whether it's the source, whether it's the universe, whatever it is, can you help us understand um, the way that I define that higher self is being able to tap into whatever you think is greater than you, right? You talk about higher ed, that next level of education, higher self is that next level of you. And you were willing to say, Hey, I'm tapped out right here. I'm at, you know, a certain identity level. I want to go higher. But how did you lean into that higher self of who you were and who you wanted to become in your new identity, whether it was acting or singing? Well, see, now here's where it's a little tricky. Um, I have, I'm a, I have what I would call a warrior spirit. Um, you know, I, I feel like, and this is from my perception of what I've seen in the business, I've coached kids, I've, you know, helped adults, but when you have it rough and when you have it harder when you're younger, it's easier for you in the business. Um, when you've had, you know, my best friend, you know, uh, who's like, she's my sister, basically. I mean, she's an amazing person, but she's had what I call living in the bubble. Hmm. And she's, you know, you know, the parents cobbled her. There's certain things that, you know, her life was completely different than mine. So, you know, I had very critical grandmother. I had a hard upbringing, you know, my mother was single and then she was in an abusive relationship and, you know, all these things that it's kind of like my mom was so sensitive and I was the opposite. You know, my grandmother was this German, you know, woman that, you know, was very, (laughs) 
very mm -hmm. critical. And I absolutely think that's amazing that she was. I mean, she would say things to me and I'm like, oh, I will show you, mm. you know? So I feel like you have to really have a tenacious spirit. I feel like you have to toughen up. I, and it's kind of like, I, I try to put everything in a, in a, in an aspect so that people understand it's kind of like being in sports. If you're going to be on, you can be in your local, you know, football team. Okay. And I'm talking about this for anybody. I'm talking this as an example. Anybody can have, you know, be a, a high school football and be the best and be, everybody knows who you are, or you can go to college and you could be, you could be the top of your game in college or the NFL. So that's kind of where I'm at. I'm in the NFL. I'm going to the Super Bowl. These are things that I'm doing right now. So it's like, you have to have a tenacious mindset. I can't sit here and, you know, let what a, you know, somebody says, uh, I mean, you know, get all over me. And that's the thing that I think a lot of people do. They have to know in their heart and believe in themselves, even when nobody else does. And that's some of the greatest stories out there, because if you sit here, I mean, my grandmother would tell me, she's like, oh, you're not going to do this. You can't do this. And I'm like, she goes, ah, you cannot do this. Does. I was like, grandma, I'm going to be famous and I'm going to do this. She goes, yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, and I'm like, yeah, I am going to be, I'm going to show you. you know, and then she's, <laughs> but Darcy, but let me ask you. So Sure. She, you know, we, we talk about limiting beliefs. We talk about the stories that are created when we're younger. How did you overcome those to say, yeah, you, you know, okay, grandma, you're saying that, but I'm not going to, I'm not buying your story. I'm not buying that story of, you know, woe is Darcy. I'm going to go a different way and I'm going to be a big star. Ha has it ever come back where do you ever doubt yourself? Do you ever have, you know, that, that imposter syndrome where you're like, what the heck, how did this really happen? Yeah, I, I do. But I, what I do is I don't, it, it's kind of like when you're a coach, you know, if you're coaching an NFL football team, the coach can't come out there and go, oh, we might lose to the team because they're better. Mm -hmm. I kind of, I go into a hole. I kind of like, I mean, listen, there's times where I've cried it out. I'll sit in my room. I'll cry. The biggest thing for your listeners need to understand is you got to have self-care. It's mm -hmm. okay. It's okay to sit there and, and cry for 30, 40 minutes. Then that's it. You know what I mean? I mean, then it's done. So, so do you, do you, okay. So wait, how do you get out of that cry fest? How do you say, okay, I'm going to give myself 30 minutes. I mean, how do you flip that switch? Like where you're like, okay, I'm like deep in agony and sadness. And then I'm going to be, I'm going to flip out of it. How do you do that? Um, I tell people to compartmentalize mm -hmm. and what I'm, and that's a big thing is because, you know, I've had, uh, I worked um, with, you know, one of the biggest comedic stars uh, we were on set, his father died. Mm -hmm. So you're talking about, you know, that can't slow up production. So he had, I, I was talking to his assistant. I said, why is so-and-so, you know, he's not himself today. He's like, oh, his dad died. Hmm. I said, oh. And so he had to fly out, you know, bury his father and then come back and film the rest of the movie. And it was a, it was a comedy. Hmm. So the thing is, is that, you know, you have to also be a professional. You have to sit here and go, okay, a doctor it, it does what, I mean, he may have family problems, but when he comes on an operating table, he has to, he has to, you know, focus on, you know, he's got somebody's life in his hands. He's operating. So it's the same thing when you're sitting here and you're going for it. People, people rely on you. So you can't, you know, it's like if somebody's depressed and everything and they're, you know, woe is me and la, la, la. It's like, do they have kids? 
you know, do, do, you know what I mean? It's like, they, they can't sit here. Sometimes it can become yeah. selfish and listen, listen, I've had some of the hardest moments in my life, but what I did, I'll be honest, I sleep, I, different people do different things. I could sleep for two days if I'm depressed and then I'm done. And then it's like, okay. And then I, I'm like, all right, but sometimes you have to do that. I call shedding of the skin, mm. get it off. And then the self-care needs to happen. And what the self-care needs to be is, you know, hey, I need to uh, take care of myself, whether it be like, my thing is, I like to, to watch a good movie. Uh, you know, I try to tell people, my biggest thing is watch something funny. Don't watch anything. Like, I love crime shows. I'm big on that. I think I would have been a detective in another life, <laughs> uh, you know, um, but don't watch anything that's like, you know, sad. I, I tell people, watch something funny. And Isn't it I interesting though, that our natural inclination is when we're sad, uh, I'm going to watch, you know, the really sad movies because oh, I yeah. just, you know, wallow in my own misery. And I love what you said about, you know, and, and Hey, by the way, you've been in some of the absolute funniest movies. I mean, Anchorman, <laughs> I mean, come on, everybody watch Anchorman when you're feeling sad. But I also want to hit on something when you're talking about self-care, Tell me more about what self-care means to you. How often should you be doing it? And specifically, like, how, what, what does it do to you? Okay, everybody should do self-care every day. Every day. It's kind of like working out. If you're not going to, if you have to, you, I mean, people go, oh, I want this pill. I want to take this. You know, yeah, you have to eat good, do vitamins, but you also have to do, you know, maybe a little bit of yoga, do something, walk around the block. You can't just, you know, get away with not doing anything. So it's the same thing with self-care. I mean, the mind, I'll tell you, a lot of people don't know this, but the mind takes 25% of your energy, 25%. So if you're sitting here and, you know, uh, you're not really doing anything and your mind's racing. I mean, I, my problem that I have is a lot of racing thoughts. I'm constantly mm -hmm. thinking. So, um, you know, rumination, you know, so, you know, by drinking, um, by drinking tons of water, you know, listeners, I can't tell you, get a bottle, you can get it on Amazon and it's and fill your um, water all the way to the top. But water is a huge thing. Everybody that I've known, that has come to me for consulting or anything. Mm. I've literally taken their water. Everybody's dehydrated <laughs> and your body needs water. So that's one self-care. How much, how much water do you drink a day? Um, divide your, whatever. I drink about what? Five. I've drink about five glass. I, I drink about five bottles of water a day. Like, mm -hmm. okay. Like these, these. Yep. Yep. She's showing a plastic water bottle. Can you go get me that? I'm going to show you what I'm talking about. It's a, it's a big water bottle, but you Ooh. drink it for the day and it uh -huh. gives you like, it's, it gives you like motivation. But if you do this, if everybody listening, okay. So whatever you're get on your, your, uh, scale. Okay. So here we go. See, this is, you can get on Amazon, but then it'll say, look, good morning. Oh, you, you know what? We will definitely put that in the show notes. Cause that is a fun bottle. Love yeah. that. And you, you know what I love about that bottle, Darcy? I love that it has, my practice is on the hour, I drink a glass of water. Just oh, like, no. So, oh, see, so that's I, I just know, I just know that, hey, if it's one o'clock, 
then boom, if it's 110 and I haven't had it yet, I got to get that water in. That's the well, only that, way. I mean, I can tell your skin. It's gorgeous. You have well, I just, glow. Well, thank you. But I just feel like it, it, I couldn't, I'd have my water bottle there. I wouldn't drink it. And I had to put a practice in place that would work for me. And, you know, at the beginning I started, I did my little like hourly, you know, alarm. And then now it's just, I automatically, cause it's building a habit as we always talk yeah, about. Exactly. So I love, and I love how it says, you know, the timing on that. So it sounds like, cause your skin is magnificent. It sounds like oh, our you. practice is very similar. Um, yeah. okay. But yeah. one thing, one thing you mentioned, so I want to go back because this is, I believe self care is something that is overlooked. It's something that we, you know, it's the, it's the thing that if we're going to give up something during the day, it's going to be that. So how do you prioritize self-care in your daily routine? Um, I, I pencil, it has to happen every day. I mean, um, because I'm so busy during the day, I mean, there's times where, I mean, you know, my assistant saying we've been on it, we were on a set for over a month and it's like I would we would have like crazy call times you know mm-hmm. having to get up at you know not getting back till 4 a.m in the morning you know going in at 2 p.m and then not getting done with work right so how do you how do you put that hey director hold that thought I mean how do you do it <laughs> wait what? a second I need a little I need a little TLC <laughs> for me <laughs> well um you know my big thing is I have to sit here and I have to take a bath that's just it. I have to do an Epsom salt bath. A bath girl like me. Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. I'm right there and, with you. Know, there's guys out there going, eh, I don't want to do it. But, you know, <laughs> I, you know um, two hour, uh, not two hour showers, but a lot of men, you know, they want to go into the restroom and they sit in there for two hours. I don't know what they all do in there. A lot of them play games or read the paper. <laughs> Every woman that I've spoken with, her boyfriend, her husband, yeah, she goes, what do they do in there? It's just a funny little thing. But, you know, that's that's their time. And what I also tell a lot of women is when your man comes in, leave him alone. He's got to have time to, to compartmentalize from moving on from, you know, being at work or whatever he's doing to coming home. So let him have his little downtime, give him about half an hour and then go to him rather than blah, 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 blah. You know, men don't like that. 100% so true. It is, it is. And the thing is, is that, uh, it's the same thing with a woman. A woman needs her time. You know, if it's a bath time, a shower, you know, I like to, um, I like, to, sometimes I do, I, I stay up till really late and I'll like sit here and I'll do yoga. I'll, I'll have, I have my bath every night. I have uh, my, my downtime. Now here's where the listeners, this is going to be a game changer for everybody. Um, I ended up, uh, there was a book that spoke to me and now I'm talking about higher selves and what we getting back to the universe and all that um the one thing is really big is you know a lot of us have things that have happened to us when we're younger or maybe somebody said something or you know parent or sister or a husband or boyfriend or whatever somebody said something that you know hurt us or we've been through some predicament well it stays in your body it stays in your cells it's you know our mind's like a file and every now and then it'll come out well what I did from research is um it's called for all the listeners this is this is the game changer that I was telling you about it's called sophagio now I want to make sure I spell that right can you get that book for me so it's um 
Salfagio, when you listen to it, it's basically like an ancient, it's an ancient, um, uh, like music, like notes that help for anybody that doesn't know about chakras, you need to look it up, but everybody has energy forces. So it's kind of like when you walk in a room, you're like, you can feel somebody doesn't like you, mm. or you can feel some kind of bad habit, Well, we have this energy and it basically, it can get on you. So, you know, the great thing about taking an Epsom salt bath, the reason why I tell everybody is it kind of cleans, no matter how many showers you take, you're not going to get that guck off. You need to take an Epsom salt bath because it basically will um, take all of that, you know, that yuck off you. But every night um, you can get it on YouTube. Just look up. Let me get, let me give the correct spelling because it's kind of weird. This is the self music and what you, what it is, it's the frequency. And Ooh. if you listen to it every night, like, you know, just kind of have or it's like phone. a, it's like a level of Hertz. It's that vibration that you're going to yes. bring yourself up to. Ooh, uh, that's all about, Oh, uh, yeah. I love that. So Increasing your here, identity. Here it I'm going to, it's called S S O L S E G G I O. So Salfagio frequency. Salfagio. So fashion frequencies. And so what it is, is it's like, there's different, to, uh, you know, these tones are like famous, but they're from ancient times to where it basically, um, you know, it will, you, you may have a dream about like, okay, so I had a dream. I was like bullied when I was in middle school mm -hmm. and that came out. And then it's like the next day I felt lighter. I felt better. And I didn't even I, I didn't even remember that. Like it just you came mean out you, of me. But it, it came. Okay. So you thought about this where you were bullied and then you listened to this chanting Safagia. No, no, no. no, the Safagia brought it out of me. Oh, <laughs> while you were listening to it, it came. Yes, I, was, I was asleep and I had a dream. And then Ooh. I was like, the next day I woke up. And I mean, I tell you, if, if you're on depressants, if you're depressed, if you have anxiety, it helps release um, feelings from the past. It helps. Oh, I think this is fantastic. We will all check that it's, out. It's I love that. So that's, okay. usually, that's usually what I do every night. I get, uh, you know, I usually like to watch something funny. And I mean, if people want to know, there's, I mean, I'm watching, it's called The Neighborhood. Um, and oh my God, it's hilarious. But there's so many like really cute shows, Big Bang Theory. Um, what's the one that I really like with all the uh, Big Bang Theory? And then there's, um, the one that won all the awards that's uh the it's they're kind of the uppity family and they lose everything i can't think of the name but they won oh like i remember yes i think i watched that one too where they end up in that town and they own yes it's a great show yeah it's, so, a, it's you know, a silly light oh my gosh seriously this is yes. happening oh, yes okay so love that funny you know take a bath or shower yeah. you know get zen self but then if you you know take i always tell people take your your cell phone have it like to the left of you or the right of you and then put the selfagio frequency on like go on um youtube you can find different ones they'll have ones for healing ones for deep uh cellular healing um you know for past issues um all this kind of stuff and i tell you what it will change your life I mean, it will, you, I love everything you're saying, Darcy, because I am a bath girl. Like you can't imagine. I will take two baths a day if I can. And, I, yes, me too. and you know, what's really funny is the house. We just moved to Boulder and we bought this gorgeous house, but 
it's, and it's only been built about five years ago. And the guy who built it was a single guy recently divorced and he did not put a bathtub in the master bath. And nor did he put it in any other room except like one teeny little bath in one room, one, one bathroom. And so what do you think I did? I'm in the middle of like a massive remodel of my bathroom just to put that bathtub in there. So I, I understand what you're saying. I am right there, but I, I don't usually use Epsom salt. That was something really interesting to me. Oh yeah. Doc, and, and you'll really like um, a great brand that I use all the time. I get sent from Amazon. I'm a big Amazon girl. I get everything sent. Dr. Teal. Dr. Mm-hmm. Teal, all their stuff I use. Um, Dr. Teal has Epsom salt. Dr. Teal has, I use their, um, they have like oils, different like uh, Jo, jo uh, Johaba, jo, jo, <laughs> I can say, oh, uh, almond oil and all uh-huh. that kind of there it's amazing so I use Dr. Teal stuff but you know the thing is too is really it's it's a if you do all that and you know listen I love to eat so you know when (laughs) when it's really bad self-care like you know I've had days where it's like oh my god you know I've gotten some bad news or something bad's happened and I go okay I'm gonna order some takeout watch something funny I'm gonna take my bath and then I'm gonna listen to my salfagio music and I do that every night. And that's what helps me. Um, you know, I also- love, I love your night routine. Is there anything you do in the morning that is, oh, do you have yeah. your own routine there too? Can you give us yeah. the highlights? Uh, the highlights are death. When the first thing, when you wake up, you should, they, you should always have water right next to you mm-hmm. always. And then drink it because, you know, you got to think your body's fasting and it takes, it takes about, it takes about pretty much two cups of water just for your lungs to function. So by then, you know, you, if you've slept eight hours, you got to think of how much water you've already used. I, I use it as, as, ga- as like, I call it like it's gasoline for you, really. It's, you know, you got your car here, which is your body. You need your gasoline. So, I, I mean, I'm right there. And I actually, I like it because it's got kind of room temperature in the morning. Yes. So you're like, yes, that is, yes. I drink so, that whole big glass before I get out of bed. And I actually wait before I have my tea you know, for about 30 minutes, just so it can really absorb. And I can feel like, you know, I'm fueling, like you said, I'm fueling that engine. I'm fueling my rocket for the day. Yeah. And I mean, I tell people I have a health chart. Like I mark everything down because as the day goes on, you don't, you forget stuff. So I have my nightly routine. It's right where I tell people where you go to the restroom or you brush your teeth, you need to have your nightly routine. Boom. Right there. So, so good. I love all your habits, girl. I mean, this is it. Well, I want everybody incorporated because it's been a game changer for me. And I mean, people have to understand, you know, I've, this is stuff that I've gathered. It's like, I've done all the, all the hard work for them. This is stuff Mm -hmm. around, you know, I've been around billionaires, CEOs, Mm -hmm. uh, authors, you know, um, uh, publicists. I mean, so it's kind of like being around all these people, you learn things and then you take bits and pieces Okay, and, give us give us one more that you've learned. One more uh, like habit of the you know rich and famous. <laughs> uh, okay, here's one, and this is what I incorporate every morning: um, B12. But you have to take it with folic acid. So in um, liquid form. Hold on, yep. I'll try to let's see. Um, if my let me get my assistant in here. 
Mine is one that has, mine has a white, mine has a white stripe and it's red, the, the letters, because I do the same. So I think you and I might be following and, and meeting some of the same people. It's interesting. So that's is, awesome. Okay. So here's yeah. what I have. It's liquid. Yeah. But the folic acid, you have to take, what people don't realize is that folic acid will make it, the B12 go in your system better. So they work, they work harmoniously. And so what right. you're showing and is that the dropper, this, this, you know, exactly. liquid. it's a liquid and, I, and we'll definitely put those in the show notes as well. Yes. And I used to take, I used to take B12 shots when I would have to perform. And that's what like Justin Timberlake's known for that. Janet Jackson, a lot of performers, even Britney Spears, all these people use, you know, this to get through because the B12 is, you know, that's basically your energy. But then I found out through trial and error, I'm like, I was taking B12, like I was drinking it. And I was like, why is this not working? But it was uh -huh. the folic acid that I found out. Ooh, so, I, love, I love when people start realizing that you need to have certain ingredients together, that it just will be so much better for you. It's true. I think and it's I mean, kind of like, um, it's like vitamin D without calcium, right? There's yes. something there that you want to make sure. Okay. But wait, yeah. I, I have to, I have to go here. So sure. last question around, sure. you know, kind of your your movies that you've done and everything. Okay, best part when you were on the set of Anchorman, what was your highlight moment? Oh gosh, um, there were so many. Uh, gosh, the highlight moment. I mean, it was just kind of like the, <laughs> well, I will have to say it wasn't really on set. It was afterwards when we had to go in for voiceovers because, you know, they make you go in and you have to do. And I kind of was like, I didn't know what to expect. Uh -huh. And, you know, the, it's just, it, it was just a different, the energy and everything on set. You, it's, it's, it was so surreal sitting there. And then, you know, when you're, when you're working with like, you know, Will Ferrell, and, uh, you know, Christina Applegate and you're working with, you know, these great people. It's just funny seeing, um, when the camera comes off, you know, he's really quiet. He was really quiet. I actually, I, I met him. Uh, we go to silver or we go to this place actually called La Jolla beach and tennis club every summer, or we have up until basically this last year. And he was there, he's been there a couple of times and he is very quiet. He is, you know, very, yeah. like nondescript, just, you know, does his own thing. But when you do get to talk to him, he's so sweet. And oh, he is. He's, yeah. a, he's a sweet. And, and Paul Rudd, too. Now, mm. I'll tell you, one of the highlights was when I was talking to Paul, I said, Paul, what would you be doing if you weren't acting? And he mm, said, I would have been a question. cartoonist. And I said, cartoonist? And that's what kind of, I was like, wow, you know, and, um, you know, it's just, it was just a really, I, I was really excited to see when I went in and, and, you know, it wasn't in theaters yet, but I went into the, to the, on the universal lot. And then I saw what was going on. Like you saw it on, they put, have a big, huge screen mm -hmm. and you're in there in the vocal, in the, in the vocal booth. That's when I was like, oh, wow. And mm -hmm. I'll tell you, so this is kind of funny, but I got jealous of myself. Now that's what I was like. I was walking <laughs> what does that in. even mean? <laughs> I know when people say it, isn't that stupid? I was telling my brother that he just laughed his butt off because, but I said, you know, I came in and I, I, I looked at the picture. I was like, who is that? I was like, wow, she's really pretty, man. <laughs> and hey, I was like, hey, oh, that's me. <laughs> and then I went, wait, that's me. <laughs> oh God, that <laughs> is so good. 
Okay, well, wait, we've got it. We've okay, we just keep talking and talking. I've got it. I've got officially now ask you the question okay. that everyone loves, which is what is your favorite beauty product? Oh. You've already given us a few, but what is your favorite one by name? Well, you uh, you and I know we talked about this and you've been using it, so you can actually be the one who uh I'm the has, testimonial. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say has a great testimonial here, but um I use this is my favorite brand. It's called Aloha Aloha no Aholo. What is it? A hollow butter and a butter treatment smooth repair, but it's from Cosmius. And if you go to www.co, what is it? Co, wait, I got this thing right here. It's all in Japanese or something. Cos, wait, we're looking it up. <laughs> we want to make sure we get, I think it's M E I S T. COS. And we will also put this in the show notes so everybody Perfect. can go and click the link on it. But I have to say, I've been using the shampoo. I've been using the conditioner. She said, it's like going to the salon and your hair is so awesome. I, I think it's like that. Remember that, uh, that Japanese straightening, it feels like it's yes. hair yes. straighter. Yes. Totally. Okay. Get a carotene, like people go in for get their hair carotene. Yeah, I feel like it gives you the same and it makes it so like the, yes. the water comes off really beautifully. It's wonderful. I love it. Okay, last okay. question. There you go. Last question for I you. I got Cosmist right here. C-O-S-M-E-I-S-T dot com, everybody. There you go. Awesome. Again, that was www.cosmeast.com. We'll put them in the show notes for this awesome product. And then last but not least, what does powerhouse of possibility mean to you? Powerhouse of possibility. Interesting. Powerhouse of possibility. I would say powerhouse of possibility is that um, whatever, what, okay. Powerhouse of possibility. That basically what you can do whatever you want to do the possibilities are endless for, for you to be a powerhouse of your own destiny i think you've proved that so, you're, doing it. you're doing it girl um so how so, can people how can i love you too how can people stay in touch with you find out what you're doing where can we send them um you can go to instagram uh, i'm on facebook i, I facebook Instagram. How uh, can we find what's it? What name under uh, which thing? Okay, so if you go to Twitter and Instagram, I'm at Darcy Donovan. So mm -hmm. D A R C Y. Now make sure Donovan spelled correctly because everybody spells it wrong. It's D O N A V A N, not D O N O, but D O N A. Or you'll uh, get somebody and, totally different. <laughs> yes, exactly. I think it's a lawyer in some other country. <laughs> totally different. <laughs> So well, we this has been, this has been so much fun. I've loved Thank having you. you on the show. Thank you again. We will put all of this again in the show notes. Darcy, we're so excited for next year for you. There's so many new things coming out. Make sure to follow her on Instagram Thank and you, we'll see you again for sure next time. And thanks again. To you, Hillary, you're, you're amazing. You've got such an amazing energy and life and uh, thank you so much for having me on your show because you were just an absolute little angel and I just love you. So oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> Thanks again. All right, everybody. Bye. Big hugs and kisses. Mwah. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Silver Lined Relaunch. If I said something today that resonated with you, 
Will you please head over to iTunes right now and leave us a five-star review and share this episode with others and help them find the silver linings as well. And don't forget, you can have immediate access to the show notes, any giveaways, and the links to those amazing beauty products at therelaunchco.com backslash podcast. Until next time, there's always a silver lining. And now is the time to hit the reset button to relaunch those transitions into transformations.